everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. He is one of the world's foremost authorities on integrative medicine and anti-aging practices. A board-certified physician and New York Times best-selling author of over 40 books and over 10 million copies sold. His latest, Let Food Be Your Medicine, Dietary Changes Proven to Prevent or Reverse Disease. My next guest knows all too well the dangers of unhealthy eating, the solutions to change all of that, and his own story of overcoming what some predicted would put him in a wheelchair for life. It did not. Here to tell that inspiring story and more is New York Times best-selling author, speaker, and wellness expert, medical director of the Divine Health and Wellness Center. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to testimony a wonderful honor indeed, Dr. Don Colbert. Dr. Colbert, welcome to testimony. Hey, thank you. It's great being here. Well, it's an honor to have you. First of all, I just want to thank you for taking the time to be with us on Testimony today. Your common sense, biblically-based solutions to optimal health is something that needs to get into every ear that has ears to hear. So let's get right to it. You went from having psoriasis to acute kidney failure to being pronounced, quote, wheelchair bound for life. You have gone through it all and found ways to naturally heal yourself through diet. Can you tell our listeners about your own personal experience with chronic disease? Oh, sure. Well, first of all, while I was in medical school, I had to run a race um, as part of the uh, requirement in the medical school I was in at Oral Roberts University. And this race was on a very hot day of over 90 degrees with over 90% humidity. And at the very end of the race, I suffered a heat stroke. And uh, I crossed the finish line. That's one thing I did. But then what happened is the muscles in my thighs ruptured, and I was taken to the ER. And to make a long story short, uh, I developed a rare condition called severe rhabdomyolysis, where the muscles in the thighs ruptured. And the heat stroke had triggered that. And then from the uh, ruptured muscle in the thighs, I developed acute kidney failure. And so what happened, I was in the hospital for weeks, and uh, they finally biopsied my left thigh muscle, and they, the biopsy went from the top of the muscle all the way to the bone, and the pathology report came back and said his muscles are necrosed or dead all the way to the bone, and that he'll never walk again. Well, at that point, my wife went crazy. She, she said to my um, medical professors who were the doctors over my case, you're all fired. Get out of here. You weren't supposed to tell him that. <laughs> and so, so they left, and they said, well, when, when your wife fires us, we've got to go. So I, had, I didn't have a doctor on my case. I said, you can't do that. They're my professors. They'll fail me. She said, 
And so we were all, we were both very upset. She left the room crying, and on her way down the elevator, she heard the voice of the Lord in her spirit that says, He shall run and not be weary. He shall walk and not faint. And then she came back up to my room, and she says, Man has said, but God has said this, You shall run and not be weary. You shall walk and not faint. Well, from then, I didn't receive a miracle instantly, but I gradually received the strength back. And all the muscle in the legs had literally disintegrated. My legs were like bones, but the Mm. muscles regrew, and I regained my strength back. And I walked in there a couple of months later, and they couldn't believe it. The doctors couldn't believe it. The nurses couldn't believe it because they read the reports. His muscles are necrosed to the bone, but my legs regrew, and I was able to walk and run and do everything normally again. But then what happened about uh, seven years later, it's interesting, I went through that, and God gave a divine miracle, but then seven years later, I developed a rash, and it turned out to be psoriasis. But it wasn't mild or moderate psoriasis, it was severe, severe psoriasis with a horrible inflammatory rash over most of my body, especially my arms, hands, and legs, and it was itching, relentless itching. And I'll never forget, I, I, I didn't know what it was at first. I went to my friend, who's a, one of the leading dermatologists, and I'll never forget his fa- the look on his face. He peered at me over his glasses and shook his head and said, Don, I'm sorry to inform you, you have the heartbreak of psoriasis. And I said, that's impossible. No one in my family has psoriasis. And plus, my heart's not been broken. He just shook his head, and he whipped out his script, and, and, and he gave me a prescription for coal tar with aqua for aqua that was the most foul smelling tar that smelled like asphalt like a a road or a street that was being asphalted and it turned everything i wore orange literally my clothes turned orange my sheets turned orange the seats on my car turned orange the furniture turned orange and my wife was going crazy (laughs) she had had it she said and then i said wait a sec god healed me about seven years ago of a massive heat stroke and rhabdomyolysis and acute kidney failure, and I was told I'd never walk again. My legs were totally healed. And so I got frustrated, and I said, that's it, because I found that when I ate, when I ate certain foods, the rash and itching got intensely worse the next day. But I noticed when I fasted that the rash and the itching got much better the, the following day. So I knew that food was a major trigger, and then it took me year, a couple of more years before I put the pieces of the puzzle together, and from that I discovered the two key foods that were inflaming me were wheat, especially gluten, which is the protein in wheat, and it was also peppers or nightshades, peppers and paprika. And they were literally setting me on fire. Well, the flesh is stupid. It usually craves the very foods that invite and fuel the disease in your body. So I was eating these two foods every single day. But what happened when I laid these foods on the altar, within a few months, the rash psoriasis was gone, totally gone. Now, I was able to lay the peppers and paprika on the altar for a few months. Now I can eat them, no problem. Not so with gluten. Still to this day, I have to avoid gluten. But still, the rash is gone. I have no itching. I have no rash, no inflammation. I said, could it be this simple that simply most chronic diseases are inflammatory, and if we identify the inflammatory triggers and remove them, can we indeed start to clear most inflammatory diseases? And I find absolutely. 
we can usually improve and sometimes eradicate a lot of these chronic inflammatory diseases when we remove the key inflammatory food triggers. Now, as a medical doctor, I was trained to identify the disease, identify the symptoms, treat the symptoms, and never really get to the root of the disease. But with this way that I've been practicing now for over, for over 20 years, we're literally getting to the root of the disease. And by removing the food thorn, we can many times relieve the inflammation and start to heal the body. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Dr. Don Colbert. His latest great read, Let Food Be Your Medicine. So Dr. Colbert, in your book, Let Food Be Your Medicine, you talk about various diets, in particular the Mediterranean diet. What does the Mediterranean diet consist of? And what are some of the easiest ways an average consumer can make simple dietary changes to match what they're already eating now? Right. Well, about 12 years ago, I wrote the book, What Would Jesus Eat?, which was the Mediterranean diet, and using the scriptures to explain pretty much what he ate. Now, this is a modified version of the Mediterranean diet because a lot of the foods Jesus ate in his time are highly inflammatory, especially the wheat and especially the corn and many of the grains that we eat commonly. So the Mediterranean diet, the modified version, consists of some of the key things the Mediterranean diet consists of, such as lots of vegetables, lots of fruit that are low glycemic, not the process, it's the whole vegetables, the whole fruit, not the juices, the extra virgin olive oil, but realize the majority of the extra virgin olive oil we have here in this country is actually coming from Italy. A lot of it is, and it's not true olive oil. The mafia has gotten into the food uh, distribution now and, and manufacture, and they take cheap seed oils, and uh, they adulterate them and, and sell them as extra virgin olive oil when, in truth, they're just cheap seed oils that are inflammatory that have chlorophyll added to them. So again, we need to choose the correct form of extra virgin olive oil, which is organic and made in this country, or if they have reputable dealers from Italy that they know that's not been adulterated. But also there's seeds, there's nuts, there's beans, peas, lentils, hummus, chickpeas, garbanzo beans, as well as anti-inflammatory meats. In the U.S., we consume lots of fast food, lots of fried, deep-fried food that's highly, highly inflammatory. Anything we deep fry is highly inflammatory. But if we can bake or grill or if we can steam our foods and include foods like Alaskan wild salmon or wild salmon that is highly anti-inflammatory and steam it, don't deep fry it. When you fry the food, you, you, make, you turn a very healthy food like wild salmon into a very inflammatory food. So again, chicken breast, and you say, well, does it have to always be organic? No, it doesn't have to always be organic. Organic is usually best, but still the chicken breast is fine. Occasionally dark meat, just peel the skin off, okay? And as well, turkey is very good for you, as well as uh, people can have real lean red meat on occasion, but limited. And the key here is the size, the portion size. The portion size should only be three to six ounces, three to four ounces for a woman, three to six ounces for a man, once or twice a day. But here in America, we eat way too large portion sizes, especially for our, our meats, and uh, also we cook them usually at high temperatures, which creates lots of inflammation in the body. So it's just choosing the right foods 
and the right proportions and the right cooking methods, and we have the ideal anti-inflammatory diet. And you say, well, what about the grains? What about grains? That's the base of the food pyramid or the grains, the wheat, the corn, the rice. Well, the best grains are going to be quinoa and steel-cut oats and some brown rice. And the best starches are going to be your yams and sweet potatoes. And again, the size is important. And that way we can convert, we can use healthy grains because people, uh, I've seen so many patients over the years and they say, no, I can't eat any grains or I can't eat any starches. I have to, and any sugars. And I say, well, let's, let's put you on the healthy starches, the healthy grains, because if you go without any starches or any grains, a lot of people develop, you know, uh, low serotonin levels and as a result, they become more depressed and uh, they don't sleep as well because it, that's how, that's the best way to boost the serotonin levels is having adequate amounts of carbohydrates and starches in the diet. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally renowned expert and speaker on integrative medicine and anti-aging practices, a New York Times best-selling author of several books with over 10 million sold, his latest, Let Food Be Your Medicine, Dr. Don Colbert. You can learn more about Dr. Colbert's work and get his latest great read, Let Food Be Your Medicine, by going to drcolbert.com or wherever books are sold. Dr. Colbert it's been a great honor bringing your story to testimony and the hope you bring to everyone wanting to live a healthier lifestyle, physically, mentally, emotionally, and in every way. Your own testimony is proof that nothing is impossible with God. That and a great nutrition plan, we thank you and God bless you. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.